0: A little bit different, but still good NFL films music. You got to love NFL films music, don't you? Hi, yeah, remember me, the uh, We Tackle Life podcast? I sure hope so. It's been a while since I issued one, but a little uh, summer vacation in the books. And honestly, I find it a little difficult, a little ponderous, a little kind of unnecessary to talk about summer sports when I'm not super into baseball and there's not much happening with football and basketball. And I don't want to bug you guys busy, but I'm getting a lot of pushback. Hey, where are the podcasts? So they are back. And uh, I think now we'll have ample content to talk about as NFL training camps are open. And the Big Ten kickoff luncheon is underway today. Today is Ryan Day Day at <laughs> the Big Ten kickoff luncheon. That's a little bit like talking about my pillow. You mean your pillow? No, I mean the my, my pillow. Uh, it is Ryan Day Day today. At the Big Ten kickoff luncheon. And today is July the 27th. I'm Bruce Hooley. Thanks for joining us here on the We Tackle Life podcast. You can rate us on iTunes. You can send me an email, We Tackle Life at gmail.com. And you can also get 15% off when you use the promo code We Tackle Life at Gmail. No, when you use the promo code We Tackle Life at Hemisphere Roasters.com. That's where you order the world's best coffee. And I do mean the world, not just the best coffee. ...in the world, but the best coffee from the world over. Indonesia, Thailand, Nicaragua, Ethiopia. Paul and the Hemisphere team source their coffee direct from growers in all of those countries... ...and others, and sell it, ship it direct to you. Free shipping on orders of $30 or more, and think how much more you can get... ...when you use the promo code We tackle life in all caps. Love Hemisphere, love their mission, love the people. I know you'll love the coffee, or the chocolate, or the tea, or whatever you order... And please use that promo code We tackle life in all caps when you order from HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. All right, let's get to the headlines. A lot has happened, even though not enough happened on a daily basis, to have We Tackle Life podcasts being justified every single day. We are on the cusp of the end of what we have known as uh, typical college football. I'm not sure we're on the cusp of it. I think we may have already been past it. Uh, You know that I'm not a fan of bad leadership, and I think we have suffered and are suffering and will suffer from bad leadership in college sports going forward. I see way too much unwillingness to stand up for things that I think draw a line, build a wall, if you will, between college athletics and pro sports. No, I'm not talking about not having NIL. NIL is something that was needed. But because there was bad leadership on NIL, we now have ridiculous NIL deals with players, and I think we're going to have all kinds of internal team issues. For instance, on Ohio State's team, you have Denzel Burke, C.J. Stroud, Travion Henderson, and Jackson Smith and Jigba, who are getting paid by the foundation, whatever that is, some Nil initiative put together by Brian Schottenstein, who's always been one of Ohio State's uh, most ardent fans and boosters. now Brian Schottenstein can you know arrange money for players without worrying about any violation of NCAA rules, but those four guys are supposedly getting 550 grand from the foundation. all right, if I'm a backup running back or I'm Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, the number two wide receiver, presumably off his Rose Bowl against Utah or if C.J. Stroud, you know, is out a week and Kyle McCord has to step in and be quarterback, I'm going to wonder, what do I get? What do I get? That is a normal human emotion, and I think it will be something that coaches will have to deal with. So that's one wall that wasn't built because of bad leadership. The other wall that hasn't been built is this ridiculous notion now that I see that the NCAA is thinking about... (laughs) Shortly after allowing the uh, one-time immediately eligible transfer waiver, the NCAA is thinking about saying, ah, you can just transfer anytime you want to, and you can play anywhere you want to, and you don't have to stay anywhere. And all you need to do is look at the number of high school players over the years at basketball in particular who have played at four different high schools to know that that is going to happen In college sports, and it is unfair, not just to coaches who have to re-recruit their roster now seriously every year, but it is unfair to fans because you want to have fans and businesses plug into these guys with money in NIL, and you can't count on any kind of not just brand loyalty, but school loyalty. I lost touch with Major League Baseball, and I'm one of those kids who used to collect baseball cards and love baseball and knew the lineup for every team in baseball. I lost interest in Major League Baseball outside of the Indians and the Reds, the teams that I followed in Ohio. I lost interest in Major League Baseball when free agency came in, and you had no idea who was going to be playing for who in what season. And in free agency, you sign multi-year contracts. You don't... Apparently have to do that anymore in college athletics as once it's floated the players are going to insist on it they're going to do everything they can to bring that pressure to bear on the schools so I just think that you know as we head toward the start of the 2022 season with Ohio State playing Notre Dame I'm a little bit nostalgic about there being still enough of the old system in place that this is kind of going to be the college sports season i remember but i don't think it really is and i don't think it's going to be going forward so with all that happy (laughs) happy outlook uh let me uh chat about the big 10 kickoff luncheon ryan day speaking today i don't think he's spoken yet as i record this podcast so i don't really have any new content for you but um i'm sure that you know all the ohio state sites will hang on his every word i maintain that ryan day is one of the top Mm. i don't know what three five coaches in major college football, Saban, Lincoln Riley, Dabo Sweeney, Ryan Day. Am I going to pick one ahead of the other? No, I'm not. Kirby Smart, uh, probably leaving somebody out. So Ryan Day's a elite coach. He's paid an elite amount of money. Uh, and I get the fascination with Ryan Day. I don't envy him because if they lose a game this year uh, and don't win a national championship, it'll be considered a bad year. But that's the pressure that comes with the job. And time will tell whether Ryan Day is comfortable enough with that pressure and with the compensation that comes with it to stay here or if he will take similar compensation. I almost think less pressure in the NFL. I'd have to think about that, ponder that. I'd like to have a conversation with uh, some other people that I uh, respect who would push back on me with that. But in the NFL, I don't think a fan base is going to grudgingly say, oh, I guess we had a great year. I guess, you know, he'll be back next year. But, you know, we didn't win at all. And you know that's going to be the way Ohio State fans look at Ryan Day this year if they don't win a national championship. That's the way Bama fans have looked at Nick Saban for a long time since he's won, what, five, six, seven, twenty 20 <laughs> championships at Bama? By the way, Bama got Caleb Downs a safety today. Uh, who did the despicable hat uh, lottery in front of him, picked the Bama hat, put the Bama hat down, then picked up another Bama hat from underneath the table trying to fake out all the Bama fans. Is that what you want to do, Caleb Downs, when you're going to Alabama, they're happy about you going there and you want to like play the okey-doke on them? Mm. Not the way I would have played it. But anyway, I await the day that a recruit has uh, five huge cakes and uh, a cheerleader jumps out of the cake that corresponds to the school where he is attending. That is the day that I await. It's coming. Just wait for it. Just wait for it. So, I don't know. Ryan Day, Ohio State, this year, what's holding them back? Not the schedule. Come on. their schedule's... Oh, Notre Dame, Bruce. Oh, Notre Dame in the opener. Really? You would be uh, not surprised at all if Notre Dame beat Ohio State in the opener? Uh, sorry, I disagree with you. Marcus Freeman's first game at Notre Dame, I believe, will be a three-touchdown loss. And I'm being charitable. I'm being charitable. Notre Dame, then, I don't know how they're going to get you know back up emotionally to play Arkansas State the following <laughs> week. Toledo, Wisconsin at home. Rutgers at home. Yes, you heard me, kids. They're playing their first five games at home. Then they got to go play Mel Tucker and Sparty in East Lansing. Iowa home, six of the first seven at home. At Penn State, Sean Clifford back for his 13th season. Northwestern in Evanston. Ohio State fans will take over that stadium. Indiana in Columbus. Maryland at College Park. Michigan in Columbus. That, my friends, is a 12-0 record sailing into the college football playoff. And if it's not, there are going to be some Ohio State fans who are going to be deeply, deeply, deeply disappointed. So stand by and wait for it. What will the Big Ten look like going forward? Well, we know they've added USC and UCLA. I'll give you my thoughts on where they might be headed next. But first, I hope you are headed to PatriotSwitch.com. PatriotSwitch.com. I'm advocating for Patriot Switch because it a way it is a way for me to introduce you to a very cool, privately owned, family owned company based in Idaho that has been in business since the 1980s. That manufactures and sells everything that it makes direct to you. They ship it right to your house. No more trips to the store for you buying. Stuff you're already buying, like what, Bruce? Like deodorant, toothpaste, body lotion, shampoo, mouthwash, dishwasher soap, dish—excuse uh, uh, me, clothing soap. Uh, all those things. Uh, Four hundred plus products that you're already buying. Why not buy it from a company that makes everything it makes out of plant-based products, environmentally friendly companies? Never paid a financial settlement for an environmental issue or for a personal injury issue. Kid gets under the sink, drinks countertop cleaner, nothing to worry about. It occasionally happens, by the way. And from my perspective, a great company because they're pro-life, pro-America, pro-police. So they're not donating to causes I don't support. Like what? Like pro-abortion causes. Like anti-American causes like defund the police causes. You can fill in the blanks of the organizations I'm talking about. I can't tell you about the company name unless you first express interest. That's just how they do business. And you can find out more about them. I will call you, email you, text you personally. If you go to PatriotSwitch.com and enter my name, Bruce Hooley, in the How Did You Hear About Us menu. I think I'm in the drop-down menu. Just click on my name and you'll hear from me very, very soon. PatriotSwitch.com, Bruce Hooley. All right. UCLA and USC, apparently headed to the Big Ten. This was my question from the very beginning on UCLA. As a member of the California University system, with Cal Berkeley, Cal Irvine, uh, Cal State Chico, all these places, they are not allowed under California law to spend California taxpayer money traveling to states that are deemed to be LGBTQ unfriendly. Ohio is such a state. I don't know why, because we don't yet have the Women's Sports, uh, Protect Women's Sports Act in Ohio, a bill uh, proposed in the Ohio House, which the feckless leadership in the House has refused to act on and enact, like House Bill 616 and 454 and a lot of other bills that we need in the state of Ohio to protect our kids and keep the nonsense out of our schools. But, We don't have it in Ohio yet, but we're still on the bad list from California, along with Iowa and along with Indiana. So what does that mean for the Bruins when they want to come and play basketball in Columbus? Well, what it means is they either have to stay, as ridiculous as this is, they have to stay out of the state, so somewhere in Michigan, somewhere in Pennsylvania, somewhere in Kentucky, and bus into Columbus if they want to use state funds, or they have to get their trip paid for by a private donation. So they have some money laundering fund out in UCLA in the, in the state of California that, like, a coach wants to come to Ohio and recruit a kid. He can't stay in the state of Ohio. I don't know if he can buy gas in the state of Ohio. I don't know. I don't know if he's allowed to spend. He can't spend state money in the state of Ohio. He can't. So the to fill up his tanking. Hustle in from Richmond. Well, no, not Richmond, Indiana, because that's in Indiana. But this is how stupid it is. Like, well, the guy's not, we're not going to do business with you in Ohio, but we'll still come and we'll stay outside the state. I expect pushback on this UCLA thing, and Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, is saying that, hey, I want an explanation for how you entered the Big Ten without telling anybody here, any of our chancellors, or me, because I'm Mr. Important, I'm Mr. Governor, and I have right of first refusal. On what conference you join Now, Kevin Warren at the Big Ten meeting said that Big Ten expansion is not done. We're most likely going to continue to expand. And the schools that the Action Network, I'll give them credit, although it doesn't take a lot of um, foresight to guess which schools. Oregon, Washington, Stanford, Cal. Ha ha ha. That'll satisfy the Gavin Newsom factor. And also from the ACC, Miami and Florida State. Clemson what about Clemson you say well Clemson you ever been to Clemson not exactly a big TV market but it's a great school for sports so Clemson apparently not in the mix Stanford Cal would both hit academically uh the Big Ten would love to have Stanford I think they'd take Cal they're not super crazy about Cal I think they'd love to have Miami to open up Florida I don't know that Miami in the Big Ten is a great fit because actually Miami in the ACC wasn't a great fit, if you're talking about fit in terms of being able to dominate and win a lot because Miami has not won a lot in the ACC over the last, mm, what, 15 years? Um, So those are the schools. Florida State, mm, Tallahassee's a capital city of Florida, but it's not a great TV market. Um, So we'll see. Miami's obviously a much better TV market than FSU. Oregon, that's because of Nike. That's a give back to Phil Knight. Washington, that's because of Seattle. I am a little stunned that the Big Ten doesn't see Arizona State and Arizona as uh, viable alternatives to get in. I'm sure there are monetary reasons for that. There's certainly not TV market reasons because Phoenix is a monstrous TV market. And I'm a little surprised they don't try to sweet talk Houston. Houston. Maybe, because Houston would super benefit from being in the Big Ten, and that is the number, what, number six, six? largest city in the U.S.? Maybe even third largest city in the U.S. Houston's a mammoth TV market, and they don't have a Texas presence. So you get Miami, you get Houston, you get Phoenix. That, to me, makes sense. And then, you know, maybe you take Stanford as a way to get Notre Dame in, but they're going to add... Uh, A couple of more schools, they might do it all in one fell swoop. They might do it piecemeal, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't think the USC-UCLA thing is going to be great for UCLA at all, And except monetarily it's going to be great for UCLA because they're like $100 million in debt, and one-year check from the Big Ten will be $100 million when they sign their new deal. But in terms of just going back to what I said at the beginning of the podcast, College athletics, as we have known it, is changing. It's changing in terms of transfers. It's changing in terms of NIL. It's changing in terms of league affiliations. And I think college athletics has been founded upon what? Tradition, right? Tradition. Historic rivalries. Auburn, Alabama. Ohio State, Michigan. Texas, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Nebraska. you have the Oklahoma-Nebraska rivalry anymore? No, you do not. Where are we headed in college athletics If traditions are being thrown out the window in a naked lust for money and power, I get it. You're afraid you're going to be cannibalized by other leagues that are growing, and you're not. Not sure what the right answer is. It's much easier to do what I'm doing, which is sit here and identify the problems. But uh, basically, what the real solution is is (laughs) get off my lawn, guys. Like me, are going to have to say, look, that era is over. It's done. Bye bye. Sign our. See you later. Uh, we're not going to have that special feeling of Ohio State USC in the Rose Bowl anymore, <coughs> and that's where we are. Then that's where we are. Now, another bit of tradition, but not nearly as long standing tradition that appears to be changing is the NFL Sunday Ticket on DirecTV. I'll tell you the details on that after I remind you that Willis Spangler Starling is my attorney firm of choice. Their, their practice is growing, it's almost as if they've become like the attorney of choice for all the uh, issues that are arising in college athletics. If you want somebody to troubleshoot one-time transfers and sponsorship deals and the like, well, they could do a whole lot worse than the attorneys from Willis Spangler Starling, but that's not what they specialize in. They specialize in things that apply to you. Things like personal injury, Will's estate planning, um, uh, workers compensation on and on and on. So, you need an attorney? You're looking for an attorney? Somebody I trust? Somebody who is my attorney? Willis Spangler Starling, located on Truman Boulevard in Hilliard. Truman Boulevard in Hilliard, and boom, you are taken care of. Trust me on that. Follow them on Twitter at Spangler Willis. A lot of important information that they put in their blog, which they highlight on their social media at Spangler Willis, but the website is WillisAttorneys.com WillisAttorneys.com Okay, DirecTV has had the NFL Sunday ticket for as long as the NFL Sunday ticket has existed and where might it head next year? <laughs> Apple TV or, or Amazon Apple believed to be the front runner this according to the streamable.com. dot uh, and Apple could use this as a bargaining chip for all kinds of things. Streaming, additional revenue things for the NFL. So I don't think DirecTV has the different platforms that Apple does. Apple has this app that allows you now to... I don't really understand how this is different than what I can do uh, on my own You know, YouTube TV. The function of the new Apple TV Friday Night Baseball app... Uh, will allow Apple to pause, rewind, and fast-forward game action. Can't we all do that already on all of our DVRs? The TV app gives viewers the option to restart a live sporting event already in progress, and then pause, rewind, and fast-forward the action. This means, according to the streamable, as long as you can avoid spoilers, viewers can watch games as if it were live at any time. I can do that right now on YouTube TV. I can record a game. I can join the game in the third quarter. When I click on YouTube TV, it will say join live or uh, start game from beginning. And if I click magically start game from beginning, I can pause, fast forward, rewind, and avoid spoilers. So what is the big deal with Apple's app? Don't get it, streamable. You'll have to explain it to me. Apple TV has Friday Night Baseball. They also have uh, an MLS. That's Major League Soccer. For those of you who think football is uh, played only with an oblong pigskin. And they are clearly making a foray into more and more and more sports. So is Amazon. The money is there. They are stealing audience from ESPN and from cable and from over-the-air networks. And so I look for those streaming services to get more and more and more involved as time goes on. All right. If you are a business owner and you are involved in questions that you can't answer when it comes to your HR issues and you do not have the budget for an HR department or your own HR specialist, I'm betting you do have the budget for ClarityHR.com. ClarityHR.com is an amazing amazing service. You as a business owner pay less than a hundred dollars a month. It's less than 1200 a year. You get access to an HR specialist based in Ohio. So they know Ohio rules. They have Ohio values. They understand Ohio issues. You can call them anytime. You get 12 hours a year free with them on the phone. You get access to all their HR training modules for your people and all the training you need to know about the latest stuff coming down the pike. $100 a month, $25 a week, less than 3 bucks a day, one HR misstep with somebody's application, somebody's medical records, insisting somebody do something or stop doing something. It's not in compliance with state law. And buh-bye to your business, your livelihood, and the livelihood of your employees. ClarityHR.com. I know the people at ClarityHR.com personally. They are phenomenal people, and they are very servant-minded. You will not be sorry that you go... To ClarityHR.com and tell them you heard about it on the We Tackle Life podcast. All right, final sports item before we transition into the faith portion of the podcast. Baker Mayfield made his debut today at Panthers camp. And he walked out on the field with Sam Darnold and everybody was cheering for Baker Mayfield. And then he promptly went out on the field, underthrew a deep ball and threw an interception. Not the end of the world, but... Sam Darnold was working with the ones. Baker was working with the twos. Tomorrow, Baker will work with the twos. Sam Darnold will work with the ones. This will be interesting. If Darnold wins the starting job, that will not make Baker look very good. And how will Baker handle that? Uh, We'll see. We'll see. But Darnold has had a career where he's thrown far more interceptions than Baker. So I would assume Baker will win the starting job. And then we'll see. Then we'll see if Baker is able to channel his, you know, chip-on-the-shoulder attitude into leading the Carolina Panthers to a respectable season, and maybe he gets a contract from them, or maybe he gets a contract from someone else. You never know. But Baker Mayfield is now a Panther, and um, it'll be interesting to watch and see what he does. As for the Bengals, Joe Burrow will not be playing quarterback for a while because Joe Burrow has an appendix issue, and he will have an appendectomy. I had an appendectomy, and it put me on the shelf for eh, about a week. I wasn't playing football, though. Wasn't getting hit in the midsection. That's a very dangerous situation. Joe Burrow probably wasn't going to play in any preseason games until the third or fourth week, and he decidedly was not going to get hit at Bengals camp. So I don't think it's a huge deal, but it is a deal, and we'll see how Joe Burrow and the Bengals respond. Now, in the faith portion of the podcast, I want to touch on Jim Harbaugh, the Michigan coach, who had the courage, yes, the courage, to say at a pro-life event in Michigan, that he believes people need to allow babies to be born, have the courage to allow babies to be born. Now, listen, no matter what you think of Jim Harbaugh as a football coach, as a goofy guy in khakis, as somebody who you think trolled Ohio State back when he was a player or when he's a coach, how much you love to see him get beat, I do think this is a courageous position because we know how volatile an issue abortion is in our society. I am pro life, unabashedly, unapologetically unequivocally, pro-life. And I like people who take a stand and don't stay away from divisive issues. I would much prefer, even if you're pro-abortion, to come out and take a stand and explain your stand. That's what I love about Harbaugh is that he explained his stand. And he said, if a player of mine gets someone pregnant and they don't want to keep the child, raise the child, have the child, and my wife and I will adopt it. He's blessed in that regard that he can do that, And I just want to say that I admire that in him. And that is putting your money where your mouth is, your heart where your opinion is. And a lot of times when you hear about abortion, uh, the Christian perspective is defended with a verse from the Psalms. And you may not know uh, where this verse comes from in the Psalms, but I'm going to tell you where it comes from in the Psalms. And the verse is... um, You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That comes from Psalm 139. It is verses 13 and 14. The beginning of Psalm 139 sounds like this, starts like this. You have searched me, O Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways before a word is on my tongue you lord know it completely you hem me in behind and before and you lay your hand upon me such knowledge is too wonderful for me too lofty for me to attain so what is this psalm talking about the psalm is talking about the sovereignty of god the authority that he is all-knowing, that he is everywhere, that you can never get away from him, that he sees everything. There's a verse in Proverbs that says, um, the eyes of the Lord are everywhere, keeping watch on the wicked and the good. And as I think about things in my life and situations that are going on now with friends and family members, I'm very focused on the now What's coming up? Are we going to get through this situation? God's perspective on us and on our life is much different. We see life as it goes by in stages, like standing on the corner watching a parade, viewing whatever float or um, display or band is in front of you. God sees our lives from above, from beginning to end. He knows what's coming. He charge of the entire process he either allows what happens to us or he causes what happens to us and while that can be hard to take sometimes, when a bad thing happens and you think well you either caused it or allowed it what's that up to you have to go back to the fact that he has the authority and he is in charge and faith is about trust and trust is about ceding your authority to god and saying, I may not like this particular circumstance, I certainly don't like this particular event in my life or the life of someone that I love, but I choose, I purpose, I commit to trusting you. That is what living by faith is. And the great consolation of that is the beginning verses of Psalm 139 are, the person talks about, I I can't go anywhere, you don't know where I'm going, you understand what I'm going to say before I say it, and that is too wonderful for me to consider rather than being uh, bothered by that we should be struck by how amazing that is that god is watching us has our back and is not um leaving us on an island all the time so or at any time so that is a great comfort to me i hope it is a great comfort to you And I hope it uh, lifts you as you proceed toward the end of your week. I hope to be back on Friday. I will not promise because, you know, my routine on this podcast is, uh, well, it's not been very trustworthy lately. But I understand that many of you enjoy the podcast. And I certainly enjoy the uh, privilege, and it is a privilege, to be able to share these thoughts Uh, with you as we go. So have a great middle of your week. And I'll talk to you again soon here on the We Tackle Life podcast.